0: It's the best. The best. The best of okay. them and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031.
1: Rib roundup Saturday. You oh my have gosh. got to be there. The caliber of talent on stage this year is <laughs> insane. insane. Including this guy who is not only coming off his second number one hit, but he just tied Morgan Wallet. Uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about that. All second. right.
1: Tied for the longest number one running single of all time uh, with World on Fire. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Smith, there he is!
3: what's up guys how are we doing how we doing We're we doing are great.
2: so good I, I gotta ask like get right into it really quickly you tie Morgan Wallen for the longest running number one of all time do you send him like you know like a dead fish in the mail wow or something like what <laughs> like you know like I got you like <laughs> ha no
3: we, 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 we don't we don't pick on it we don't pick on him Morgan because they'd be like you know what I've got like 10 other number ones but
2: so you're, you're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah. he's like oh you're
3: cute no <laughs> but dude how did that That's feel when you, when you tied the record? kind of kind of like just honestly like bizarre because it's like you think about all these other songs at the six and eight week mark you got to live like you're dying and, and these five o'clock somewhere and all these other songs it's weird to think of your song uh, like even in the mix of those kind of songs in that like, yeah like the biggest songs ever and I'm like man these are like real amazing you know what I mean like it's, just, it's, a, it's a hard thing to wrap your, your brain around I guess you know but at the same time I'm really 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 grateful for it like country radio has been just absolute champions for me since day one since day one and uh it's, it's changing my life, and I, I still 100% believe, without a doubt, that, that country radio breaks the artist. You know, it really does. Yeah. So,
1: well, um, I mean... That's how I feel. Dude, you're just starting because, you know, you got whiskey on you, then World uh, on fire. And then, I love Bulletproof right so, now, like we on like, replay. How's he going to top this?
2: Oh, it's so good.
1: And you're just telling everybody, sit down, hold your beer.
3: Here comes Bulletproof. Oh, shoot, man. I'm, I'm so excited about that song. It just feels like it's got the anthem thing that I like about songs, but it's just, I don't know. It just feels right. feels right. Oh, I love it. This
1: song is unbelievable. I mean, dude, that's your third number one. There's no question about oh, that.
3: Oh, my gosh. Oh my god! I don't even want—I don't want to believe you at all yet. I gotta—I gotta, I gotta my heart. Stop it! You stop saying, it! There, you know I mean? Stop it! You stop it! I can't play even wait heart. to see you performing on stage. Oh, that's the one song we're not playing. We're actually not gonna play it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. That was very funny. That was really good. Um, but no, I mean it's gonna be so fun to play there. Like Lainey's amazing. Like i, I got to spend some time with her in the UK. We did like the thing and yeah, it was, it was super super fun. And she's amazing me and Ashley are good buds and I've actually never met Warren never met a Warren
2: You know what and that's what we always say about rib is it's really cool when you do get to see We always say this to like our listeners when you get to see the caliber and the level of talent that you all are And then you got you guys are you know Your schedules are crazy and then everyone's getting together and it's one big fun family and festival and you're watching each other's sets and music yeah, it is really cool because that's the deal when you go out and you're on the main stage Every artist is going to be on the backstage watching your set. That's what they do. You know, they want to see. They That's want to so see cool. you. You know.
3: That's country music, though. That's country music in a nutshell. You know, you, you hear that all the time. The support and support. And you hear like, you know, I don't know. I can't really speak for pop, but I, I hear that it's not exactly the same. You know? I yeah, and I so would so totally I'm, agree with that. There I is a part of this genre.
2: There's yeah, nothing there better. No other there's nothing genre better.
1: Like country music, and you guys are right. It, no? it is like a big family. family.
2: Okay, I have one question because you're coming down here. Not that I want this to happen while you're here. I'm going to go on record right now. Wow, what a setup. What is this obsession that you have with tornadoes? (laughs) And that, like, you want to be a storm chaser? No,
3: seriously. Okay, so since I was a kid, like, I don't know what it is. I think I saw the Twister. Twister? You know, I think that was part of it, um, <laughs> and and I was like, whoa, the tornadoes are crazy. And like, I remember just like going to the library and getting books on it and like YouTube videos. I don't really know what the obsession is. I just think it's like it's scary, but it's beautiful. It's kind of like all these things. I'm just really fascinated by it. So, so I'm you by weathering. Oh, I just am
2: trying to like I mean I'm with him. The Twister movie was what did it for me. The second Twisters is coming out. I think he needs like a song on the album or something.
1: He needs a cameo. <laughs> he needs a cameo.
2: Like cameo and hey, I will write a song for this movie.
1: I think I should. (laughs) Well, Nate, I got to tell you something. We are so excited. It's going to be fun. 14,000 people are really excited to see you Saturday night on the main stage at Rib Roundup. 45,000? 14,000. Yeah, no,
2: Tim's just making up numbers. Yeah, he does that. (laughs) It changes every second. One million million
1: people. No, we are are hearing 14. 14, yeah. That's a lot of people. It is. is It's
2: going to be a party. It's a lot. It's a lot. And that's a lot of Florida. Yeah. We we, we go really Florida, by the way. And again,
1: make sure you promise not to play bulletproof.
3: I, I promise not. No, I, I am definitely playing Bulletproof. I, I appreciate you guys playing it, and it means a lot to me. I'm really excited about that song. I really am. And thanks again for all the love on World on Fire, too. I mean, it's just been, been quite a ride. Dude, you deserve Absolutely. All of it. Absolutely.
2: Congratulations. Travel
1: safe. We will see you here thanks Saturday you, for Rib Roundup. Love you guys. Love you. Love you, you, love you too. Travel. There it is. Nate Smith, everybody. Woo! It's New Country 103.1. Thanks, Nate. Thank you.
0: And now, back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1.
1: I have meaning to find out what happened. Um, like you leave and you forget about me. Welcome, welcome to Friday, everybody. Well, nobody knows this, but yesterday at the very end of the show, as I'm broadcasting from my pillow fort in Nashville, <laughs> your son had come up, Caden, your oldest, yeah. had come over to the studio and you had to bring him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Because he was having problems with his ribs. Mm-hmm. So, like, as soon as we signed off, you were gone, so.
2: Yeah. So, behind the scenes, and it is just one of those things where I posted. So, my son, Kaden, was out. He was at training the day before. And his dad and he sent me a video of him riding. Such a good video. It's so cool. It's, like, in slow motion. I sent it to Tim. Total professional motocross. I, like, posted on Instagram. It is not within 10 minutes of me posting that that I get a call from Caden and his dad and Caden can't breathe. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what is, hey, smoke and mirrors, people. I'm over here thinking like, oh, this is a great video of Caden riding yesterday.
1: It did look good. That was a very good video. And
2: I get it. They they like to keep certain things for me if I'm not there to see it. You know, if he had like a weird little crash or something happened, we don't, we don't tell mom um, unless we absolutely have to. Right. In this case, we absolutely had to. So what happened was a couple months back, I'm sure everybody remembers if you don't, Caden um, had a crash a couple months ago and he got run over yep. several times. Yes, yes, yes. Um, To where his ribs were like, you know, broken and everything like that. So he took some time off, but you know, he's been back out um, riding and he's, I guess yeah, that day when he was training, he came down and he like hit his handlebars. No, oh, no crash in the same place in the same place. Just kind of like hit his handlebars a little bit. Ah. So he was fine. He was like, Mom, I was totally fine. Like I kept riding. Everything was was good. He's like, I was walking into school this morning and I went to open my car door and put my backpack on. He's like, and all of a sudden I just couldn't breathe. And I'm like, OK, OK. um, All right. So I'm like, well, let's just let's just go. Let's just go to the ER. Let's like just yeah. get this done. And and go see once and for all what's going what's on. Going on. Right. You know, are your ribs still cracked? You know, let's just make sure nothing else is really happening. So we go, um, we get an x-ray done. And good news, um, on top of this, he'd had like a respiratory infection. So it was just like the perfect storm of all this bad stuff right. happening in this kid's, you know, upper chest area. So we go and we get the x-ray and his ribs looked pretty good. Ribs looked good. He didn't have pneumonia. Okay. Um, But also, even though that was like, yay, like, what is else is going on? Right, what's causing the pain? How is this pain happening? I was shocked, shocked that his ribs weren't broken.
1: I would have bet money that they were broken.
2: Exactly. Everybody, literally the doctors, just from listening to his lungs, they said he's definitely got pneumonia and his ribs are probably cracked. Nothing. Neither of those. So now I'm like, okay, this is a victory, but also what's going on. Yeah. So now we get sent down to another hospital, and they are going to do um, a CT and everything so they can look at the tissue. So it does turn out that his lung is bruised. Oh. So.
1: Oh, I've never even heard of that.
2: Right? Isn't it crazy how your ribs can, but it can, I mean, you can get, oh, God. Okay. So, um, so yeah, he has a bruised lung. That sounds horrible. It doesn't sound great. And the doctor pretty much came in, and he was like the trauma doctor in the ER or whatever. And he was like, so you should really just not race anymore. And, of course, Caden's like, okay. And he's like— No,
1: when you say race anymore, like race permanently? Yeah,
2: he's like, you just really shouldn't be racing. He's like, it's super dangerous. He's like, like, I can't tell you how many motocross riders we have that come in here, and their lungs have collapsed, and we have to put tubes into their lungs. And I'm looking at Caden, and he's just like, stop talking. Stop telling me this stuff. Like you can just see in his mind he wants to hear nothing of it. Um and wants no part of it, of course. Oh my god. So um so yeah, so that's pretty much the what happened. Um, you know, he's gotta he's got a bruised lung, he'll be he'll be fine. He's gonna just he can't do anything though for like weeks. I mean, like he can't play lacrosse at school, he can't obviously ride, he can't train, he he cannot do anything um until wow. you know, we feel like he's
1: healing. That's I've never heard of a bruised lung. Me
2: either. Me either, Tim. It was a day. Never heard of a bruised lung either. I was like, you can bruise your lungs, and it just like, and to be honest, I went through like so many emotions with it yesterday of being like. You know,
1: you must have been really cool when you, they got to the part where they had to stick tubes in people's lungs. When they were talking about it. that. yeah, That
2: was when I actually, when we got home and started recapping that, that's when I started screaming at him. And then it was like, I'm sorry. I love you. This is so, it's like just awful. You know how it is for me. It's a roller coaster dumpster fire. Combine them, make them have a baby. And that's pretty much how I, you know.
1: So he's going to continue riding.
2: Yeah, it's good for him.
1: This is Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1. Tomorrow, Rib Roundup. It is going to be outstanding. And by the way, when you're out there, we're going to be broadcasting all day from the Rib Crib stage, which is, like, just to the right when you come in. Make sure you come over and say hi. We want to hang out with you guys.
2: I mean, it's going to be such a good day. Weather is supposed to be like this. Kind of the That's same awesome. little overcast, sunny Florida day. Not too hot. Not too hot. A little cool at night. Um, and honestly, it is it is our favorite time of the year because we get to hang out with you guys.
1: So one of the uh, main stagers, or not one of, the main stage star of the Ribroad Road stage, uh, I can't wait to watch him perform. He checked in with us earlier this week. If you mm-hmm. did not have a chance to hear it, this is Rodney Atkins. We're talking six number one hits, ACM award winner, and the headliner for the Rib Row stage, Rodney Atkins, everybody! Woo!
4: Let's go. I uh, can't wait.
1: Dude, we are so psyched for you to uh, be on the Rib Row stage, man. It's just
4: going to be amazing. I can't wait, man. We got some family around the area. Going to come and just hang out, camp out for a while, I think. Love being there.
2: Oh, we love that. You know, and you bring that up. I mean, you, you have family. You are such, you know... <laughs> Obviously, we've, we've been a part of your career for so long, and it's been so amazing just to keep seeing you stay true to who you are and write songs that are for us, like they're for our families. You know, you, you do such a good job of maintaining this amazing work-life balance and being just like this great dad and family man.
4: Oh, thank you. That's the ultimate compliment. There's <laughs> absolutely nothing that means more to me than, than family. I mean, and, and, that's, and I feel like that's kind of how I'm looking for songs that can relate on that level that... You- You feel connected to folks and I take forever making records for that reason I don't want to waste people's time but I want to pull people together you know there's enough divisiveness going on out there I want to make it about yeah we're all in this together
1: with your shows I've always felt like you're out there and this might sound weird but it's like all your songs are like anthems yeah yes like they're totally
4: anthems thank you yeah you know, so years ago when i first tried to get come to nashville i just wanted to write songs mm-hmm. i wrote off ever get up in front of people and singing i'm like man i can't do that <laughs> i would get so nervous it's like that's not gonna happen i would shake the water out of a glass when i tried to get a drink or something <laughs> <laughs> and, and somewhere in there i started trying to write songs That leaned more toward not me standing there singing them, but tunes that people there could sing with me. That that were anthems, rest to sing together. And once that started kind of happening whether it's these are my people or Mm -hmm. going through hell and watching Mm -hmm. you damn like okay lord i can do this
2: (laughs) i'm not alone because i have all these people singing with me (laughs)
4: exactly it's friends family and the good lord that's what every single show is about so
1: what was it like what was it like that first time that you saw your fans singing all of your i mean not just one like
0: all All of of them back to you
4: oh it's just It's that way every single night. It's still that way. It's Mm. still an awesome, I just thank the good Lord for that experience. Uh, Hopefully I'm kind of a distraction for a little while. (laughs) Um, It's the greatest feeling ever. When somebody comes up and says, that's my jam, that's me and my son, that's me and my family that's me and my my buddy yeah that's our song when they take ownership like that that's everything that's, that's better than anything
2: and it is pretty incredible i mean that that was how you felt like in the beginning of your career in nashville and now i feel like just from always like following you you look forward out to actually being on the road you know with your family the most that's like something you really enjoy now is actually getting out there being on tour and being with your fans
4: love it nothing like nothing to people ask me the best thing about what i do and it's the people it's yeah where you go the people are awesome they're incredible well you know we were, awesome.
1: we were poking around uh on your social media and something that i've i've never heard this story but you shared a video of the song watching you was basically uh, a ripple effect from if you're going through hell <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah it seems like yesterday um i was so i did my first album and it sold like six copies stop <laughs> it and i kind of i didn't know if i'd get to go back in the studio and record so i decided i would get on ebay and i got a laptop and a microphone and i set it up in the pantry oh my god my house and i started trying to figure out how to record and. My oldest son was four years old at the time, and the first song I was trying to figure out how to record was If You're Going Through Hell. I didn't think he's paying attention to me until I went to pick him up from pre-K the next day, and his teacher, Miss Sarah, met me at the door, and she said, "Well, I got to tell you about something." I said, <laughs> "Okay." I said, "What happened?" And she said, "Well, we got this routine where I turn the lights on at lunchtime. I turn them on and off, on and off, and that's the signal for the kids to get in line, get quiet, then we go to lunch." The day we started to walk toward the cafeteria and our little boy started singing a song. I said, a song? She said, yeah, it was something like, if you're going through <laughs> hey,
2: you keep on going. I said, oh, okay. I, uh-huh.
4: I, said, okay.
2: I, <laughs> I have heard, heard of it, yes. On. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that's the tune I've been working on and I said, I'll talk to him about being quiet. And that evening, when I was, after I got him to bed, I just kept thinking my four-year-old said a four-letter word and my four-year-old said a four-letter word and that's how... We're watching you. Came from
1: that is awesome. That's that, very cool. That is so that's cool. That's as real.
2: That's as real as it gets, right there, Rodney.
1: <laughs> we cannot wait to have you on the Ribro stage. There's going to be a sea of your fans. Everybody is so
2: excited. So excited! Oh for my For you to come God. down
4: and perform, we cannot wait. I can't wait either. I think I'm bringing my whole. Well, my oldest son now he is in college, but I've got. <laughs> A four-year-old and a six-year-old and a scout and rider and i think my wife we're all gonna come down and just make yes
2: bring rose love her okay. and the whole family it's yeah. we we love that about That's you for bit. sure
1: <laughs> you guys travel safe we will see the entire family later this week rib roundup rodney thank you so much man we we'll, we'll, we'll can't wait to see you
4: ya. love y'all
1: love you right, honey we'll see, see you soon rodney Ackins, everybody. it's new
0: country 103.1 you're listening to tim and chelsea on new country 103.1
1: so, yesterday was the big awards presentation in Nashville for the uh, Humanitarian Award. So, but what was, I, I didn't expect I'd see anything like this. So, the session ended with the presentation of the Artist Humanitarian Award. Right. So, um, I received the Tom Rivers Humanitarian Award, and then the Artist Humanitarian Award went to Kane Brown and for all of his work that he's done with the boys and girls club. Oh yeah. And he's done some amazing stuff. I mean, and what we know doesn't even scratch the surface. Like know. like one of the heads of the boys and girls club national came out to tell his
2: entire story. Like his life story. Oh yeah. It's pretty it's it's crazy. It's, crazy. it's sad. It's emotional. Um it's inspiring. And so uh
1: Kane came out, uh, standing ovation for him, and uh, they, they asked him on stage about his work with the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. And he looks and he goes, he goes, man, I, I didn't want to answer any questions because I don't want to cry on stage. And oh. so he stayed there and they asked him, you know, why did he choose the Boys and Girls Club? And he said it was because of his home life. Mm-hmm. And the only constant that he had in his home life growing up was his aunt.
0: Yeah.
2: And... He, start, and then he they, was abused by, like, his mother's boyfriend. I mean, he had a really, really, really tough childhood. And all of that came out on stage.
1: And mm. at one point, he just stops, and he uh, he just started welling up on stage. Mm. And the audience, you know, cheered him on, supporting him and all that sort of stuff. And he try, he tried to keep it together. And then the last question was, what do you want your legacy to be? And he he fought tears the entire time. Yeah. And, and he just said, I, I just want my legacy to be, I want people to help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do something good. And he's like, the the guy who sells newspapers over off of Music Row, his, his name's Jeff. He knew the guy's name. Mm-hmm. And and he just, he goes, he goes, that's that's it, thank you. And it was, what an amazing moment. Yeah. Where as if, if you didn't love Kane Brown enough love up him. until that point. Love him. Like, and he, on top of the programs that he did, mm-hmm. this is one of the things that this guy said, um, Kane would just write checks, like, that you never knew he wrote. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Nobody ever heard about it. And it was, it was amazing, because you see like a, you know, you see kind of a tough facade with Kane and all that sort of yeah. stuff.
2: No, he's a teddy bear. And he- He's such a nice, nice guy.
1: Um, You know, and I had a chance to talk with him for, for a couple of seconds backstage, and just- he is the most amazing dude, and the work he did with the Boys and Girls Club just so merited his award. Yeah, it, it was it was a, an amazing an amazing uh, a moment. Three
0: things you need to know to start your day with Tim and Chelsea.
1: You remember the dude about five or six years ago that did what was it, Firefest? Fest, Fi- Fry Fest, Fire, whatever, <laughs> Fire Festival? That turned out to be a big sham. Well, he's doing it again.
2: It's amazing,
1: and he has investors on top of it. Never give up. We will uh, tell you that story here in just a second. Welcome to Friday Rib Roundup Weekend. Oh, my Lord, we're here. And like Chelsea says... It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's right. So psyched. By the way, 8.30 this morning, we're going to be talking to Warren Ziders. He's on the main stage tomorrow. Yes. So we have all the information on the Facebook page. We
2: do, obviously. Um, trying to make it as easy for you as possible so you can see who's on the Rib Row stage, who's on the Everglades stage. Who's on the main stage as well? We are going to have our gates officially opening at noon. The Rib Row stage is kicking off music right at one. Evergate Everglade stage at two fifteen, and then the main stage at five forty-five. And we're going to be hanging out at the Rib Crib. Right. Thanks to the main man, our big sponsor there. Um, Hanging out with all of your favorite artists, doing all of their interviews.
1: They all come out. They all come out. out.
2: Mariah and Nick will be broadcasting, and then Tim and I will be broadcasting as well and having all the interviews of your favorite artists. So just stop by and see them. Oh, yeah.
1: Make sure. Because a lot of the artists will, like, go out and they'll sign some stuff, take pictures. I mean, not guaranteed, but the years pass. Yeah, a lot of them have done it. So Rib Roundup tomorrow. Um, now we have to clarify a little folk that we had. Uh, this is left good hours. news. This is great this news. This is good breaking news. Um, tomorrow, earlier this today, we uh, said that tomorrow's day or Saturday was daylight savings. It's not. It is not daylight savings.
2: Thank you, thank you, sweet infant baby Jesus, or the guy who invented daylight savings time, which probably wasn't anything to do with Jesus.
1: That's Benjamin Franklin. <laughs>
2: Honestly, I'm still pissed at him
1: over this one. <laughs> I don't I don't love
2: him for this,
1: but... To which the entire state of Arizona said, no, we're not doing it. Yeah,
2: so to Mr. It Franklin, um, March 10th is going to be when we actually lose an hour of sleep. That's when we'll spring forward. Not this weekend.
1: All right, now this is... I mean, this is a shocking story to me. I don't know if, like, this was a long time coming, but Oprah is leaving the board of directors for Weight Watchers because it came out a few months ago... That she was taking a quote weight loss drug like Weg Wegavoy. No, never she's taking Ozempic. Ozempic. Oh, 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 eligible. Oh yeah, catchy. Yeah. That's all you grabbed from that. That's all you need, really. I mean, seriously, <laughs> who doesn't know that song? Oh,
2: Ozempic. Oh, oh, He's eligible. If eligible and
1: cut. I don't want to hear him. I want to. I, oh, I want to hear the. I want to hear the drops of my funky beats, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. So uh, she's actually turning her stock, which is worth $18 million. Yep. She donated her stock. She's donating it so that there's no conflict of interest.
2: Well, because you're pretty much saying, I'm now just taking a weight loss drug. I am not a part of Weight Watchers anymore. I'm taking an Osempic drug. So I don't feel good. She's what? I don't feel good about it. She's taking what? She's taking Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> <Is laughs> Fantastic. We're gonna have to loop that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. The uh remember the guy who came up with the fire festival. That was uh Billy on the, the islands and there were like cabanas and VIP sections, and it cost like I mean thousands and thousands of dollars for the weekend. Oh yeah. And it, turned- and it was a Dumpster fire. It turned out to be a fraud, big
2: fraud facade. Scam. He went to jail for like six years.
1: People actually had to wait to be like rescued from the island. Well, he's out of jail and he was looking for a new job and he said, You know what? I can do this. Fright Festival too. Time. Hey,
3: what's up, guys? The Fire 2 presale wrapped up with applications for over $110 million worth of tickets. The next time you'll hear from me is when my partners are making their official announcement. Until then, that's a wrap.
2: I mean... What is happening? I mean, it just cracks me up. This guy was a mess and completely set this thing legitimately on fire and somehow still comes out shining and gets to do it all over again and get more investors. Like, all right, we're doing it again.
1: He's found people. But you know what? You got to give him credit where credit is due. You do. If, If he can find suckers after all that... That will
2: still give him money. Never give up. It is the biggest. Never give up if you have a dream. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Honestly, he's going to become a motivational speaker after this.
1: You know, we all have dreams. I've got a dream.
0: He's eligible? Ah, yeah. And now, Tim and Chelsea present... A Florida man now faces charges only in Florida... (laughs) Something crazy like that can happen. Florida, man.
1: He's a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Rib Roundup tomorrow. It is going to be amazing, and you need to be there. We have one last set of tickets. Yes, we do.
2: One last set of tickets. Nick still has pit passes this afternoon. We'll talk about Nick's pits. That's fine. (laughs) I just want everyone to know. Ah, freedom. don't need
1: people. 855-400-9475. Rib Roundup tickets. Just be the first person to tell us of these three stories. Who is the man from Florida?
2: All right. We have um, a high school student injured after a teacher fought his students with actual swords to teach them about medals.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I love that.
2: Naturally. All right. We have a woman (laughs) having her $800,000 injury claim thrown out after she was caught in a Christmas tree throwing contest.
1: (sighs) Yeah. You take a risk when you go into that sport. You can throw a Christmas tree. You're fine.
2: And last but not least, we have a woman placing a bleach tablet in her boyfriend's tea, claiming she thought it was sugar.
1: Sugar or sugar substitute? Ooh. Could get down a technicality like stevia. there. Stevia. Let's <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It might be a little more tangy. Sorry. But it, it-
2: might, bu- this might burn it first. <laughs> but it's good. 855.
1: It's good you. is beauty. 9475 Rib Roundup tickets, just tell us, who is the man from Florida? This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Hi, New Country 1031. who's this? Colleen. All right, Colleen, you might have the last set of Rib Roundup tickets. A man from Florida, here are your stories.
2: All right, we have a high school student injured after his teacher fought him with an actual sword to show how metal Wow! A woman's $800,000 injury claim thrown out after she was in a Christmas tree throwing contest. And a woman placing a bleach tablet in her boyfriend's tea claiming it was sugar.
1: All right, we've got some great contenders, Colleen. Who do you think is the man from Florida? The bleach tablet. Ooh, sugar substitute.
2: Uh, that is correct. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. Colleen, Good job! you got rib hey. Roundup tickets. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, where was the sword fighting taking place? That was in New Mexico. Okay, I can that see that. That was in New Mexico, I yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. story number two. Uh, that was in Ireland. 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 A Christmas tree throne. Who knew? I, How fun are the Irish? I got there. Just when you can't think they can't be any more fun. Just partiers.
1: Colleen, we are going to see you tomorrow at Rib Roundup. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats, honey. Hold online, line. Have a fantastic day, and thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you. And speaking of Rib Roundup, do not go anywhere because Warren Zider is taking the main stage tomorrow night. He is giving us a call at 830. It's Tim and Chelsea, New Country, 1031.
0: It's Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1.
1: Rib Roundup, Saturday. If you don't have a ticket, stop what you're doing and go get one. Uh, because <laughs> Not many the, left. Because the main stage is incredible, and you're going to be seeing this guy live on stage just getting his first number one Pretty Little Poison. Yeah. Warren insiders, everybody! <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I could hear that again. That felt good.
2: Okay, we can do it. Tim <laughs> Siders, from, Siders, take everybody. it from the top. Take it from the top. Congratulations!
5: Thank you so much. It's been uh, it's been a crazy start to the week. Just first well, first one, so a lot of emotions going on right now.
2: It's awesome. I mean, um, I, you know, you have an amazing fan base, by the way, and it's so cool because we got to see you, you know, come through a couple months ago right. when you were doing your radio tour, and it was kind of one of those things that when you left, we all kind of looked at each other like, really it would be great to have him on Rib Roundup, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and we're so grateful that it's that it's worked out and. Honestly, when we announced that you were going to be a part of this lineup, like I said, you have the most amazing fans.
5: I, um, I'm very appreciative of that. And I, it's awesome to hear that, you know, my fans are showing up everywhere. It's not just one place. They're all over the place, so it's uh, very positive. Well, let me ask
1: you this. When, when you found out that you had just gotten your first number one hit, what was going through your mind?
5: It, it's tough to say because, you know, I, it's, oh my goodness, because I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's that's what was going through his mind. Squirrel. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of like that. So it's like, hey, it's number one. They're like, oh, but so it's number one on Billboard charts right now. And I'm like still trying to figure out what Billboard charts are. And then it's like, oh, it's number one on media base. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I said, I said to my manager, I'm like, let me know when it's a number one, number one, uh, all over the place. When What's I, the
2: final number one?
5: <laughs> when I can officially celebrate it as a number one. And um, it, it looks like we got number one on both charts. And I think more than anything, all I have to say, I'm just blessed and, and grateful and I'm just super appreciative to you guys and, and to country radio to believing in the song um, as much as I did. And it's been awesome to see how it's climbed up the charts. And it's really impacted a lot of lives. So well, I'm really grateful for that.
2: It's an awesome song. It's got such a different sound. You have such a, a great sound. You're going out on tour. Right. Um, with Jelly Roll I mean Are you so excited Just to be able yeah, to how's that Yeah uh, to be out And like be able to Have that kind of music And, and be together And have that fan base With you is, is super cool
5: Well you can't see me Right now But I'm smiling Right here Because Because to have All these different things Hit at once From you know To number one On country radio To the Jelly Roll announced To I just got word That Pretty Little Poison Just went platinum
1: Oh my god That's awesome
5: And then it's about to go double platinum in like two months. So I just like all these different things going on. Um, I am so excited that the announcement has finally come out that I'm going out with Jelly Roll. It's been hard to keep that in for the longest time and keep that on the DL. Yeah, Um, I don't think the world's ready. I think it's going to be one of the most talked-about tours this next year. Oh, definitely! I, I,
2: I don't disagree with that statement at all. L- so, L-
1: let me ask you this: With Pretty Little Poison, do you even have to sing it every night, or you just let the
5: audience yeah. sing it back to you? You just say you? the
2: word "my." <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, I mean, the intro starts, and I literally, I'm like, at this point, I really don't. I kind of just. <laughs> I sing the first, the first verse, the first chorus, kind of just, you know, not completely. I know they want to hear me sing some of the songs, so I do that. But most of the song, I let them kind of have the reins because it's, it's, it's too exciting, too uh, thrilling to not let them. Right,
2: happen. and it's a fun song for them <laughs> well, to sing. One's on stage going, "Fine, I'll sing. I'll Fine. do my job,
5: All right, whatever." Guys.
2: <laughs> well, we are so thrilled to have you a part of Rib. We're glad it worked out and turned around so quickly. It's it's going to be absolutely amazing. It'll be your your warm up.
5: <laughs> yes, I am. I'm super pumped uh, to catch up with y'all and to get down there this weekend.
1: Well, congratulations on everything, Warren. We cannot wait to see you. Safe travels, and we will see you Saturday for Rib Roundup. Well, we'll celebrate. That's planned plan. Let's, uh, do it. All right, awesome. let's do it. Awesome. There he is, everybody, Warren Ziders. Thanks, Warren. It's New Country 1031.
0: Back to Tim and Chelsea
1: on New Country 1031. Listen, it's not that I intentionally do these things. I know. I am just following requests and what I think is correct. That's all I can do. I'm just a guy trying to make his way through life. I know. And you're still disappointed in me. Here's what happened. Yes. So, yesterday, our uh, uh, our boss, Bruce, and I returned from Nashville. And here was the tragedy of it. We were supposed to fly out at 7. Right. We didn't fly out until... Let's just call it 10 o'clock at night because of delays, I right. guess, everywhere. Yes. So it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So we didn't land until, uh, I want to say, 1.45 this morning. Right.
2: Yeah, it was very late because my, our boss was texting me at like 2. And it
1: wasn't, it, it, we didn't fly into PBI. We flew into Fort Lauderdale. So now we got an hour-plus drive on top of that.
2: Together. Together. Just going, God, wasn't that just so much fun? Did you not just have the best time?
1: And, yes, as we recall, I sent him to the wrong floor in the hotel with coffee.
2: Right. Let's just it- – hmm, quick recap. We're going to quickly recap that when Tim landed in Nashville, he was late landing, which is understandable, and our boss had set up a really amazing, nice celebratory dinner for Tim – Instead of Tim going and actually meeting up with everybody, even after the dinner he'd missed, he decided to just blow them all off and eat a burger by himself. And then, let's say, the next morning, our boss even went to bring him coffee, and he sent him to the wrong floor. Okay, now you're up.
1: Well, you put it that way, it sounds like I'm horrible.
2: Sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? (laughs) So,
1: last night, um, he's going to be picked up, and so, because he's driving with me, and so I said, all right, well, I'll drop you off at one of the gates of my development, and you can just you can be picked up from there, right? So uh, he had texted Kevin and said, hey, listen, I'm going to be there at, like, let's say, t- what, 2.25 in the morning. But we're coming down Forest Hill. I'm like, ah, we're going to be there in the next couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And he said, I told him 2.25 in the morning. And I go, okay. So we pull up. Kevin is not there, mm-hmm. right? So... I said, "All right, so I just pulled over." And he goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "Well, I'm going to wait. Kevin'll be here soon. I'm mm-hmm. just not going to leave you here." And he goes, "I am getting out. You're going to bed. Now just just do this." shakes hands takes his stuff and he closes the door and he starts walking away. And I go, "So, uh, all right. So I'm in the driver's side and I go, "Okay."
2: And I left. Why are you so disappointed? You left our boss at almost 3 in the morning by himself on the side of the road on 441.
1: Okay, when you put it that way, it sounds horrible. But I was just following his orders.
2: Right. I would just be like, I'm sorry, you're being ridiculous. I'm not going to leave you here by yourself. The I man wants with to you. walk
1: around 441 at 3 in the morning. That's his prerogative. I told him I would wait. I said in plain English... I will wait until Kevin shows up, and he said, no, go to bed, and he got out of my truck. <clears throat>
2: Definitely the right move, for sure.
1: <laughs> Why am I being judged on this one?
2: The other two, I might see your case. I just wouldn't be comfortable with it. That's just me, though. I would, I would be like, no, I'm staying with you. That's ridiculous. I'm No, absolutely not. You're not just going to get out and start walking down 441 at 3 in the morning. That's not a good idea. Absolutely no.
1: All right, 855-400-9475. Call or text right now. Was this an all right See decision? Or...
2: Beep, beep. Okay.
1: I'm not going to honk my horn and wake people up at 3 o'clock in the morning.
2: Absolutely. Just let your boss freely walk down 441 instead because that's more considerate. Mm-hmm. 855-400-9475.
1: The other two stories aside, call or text. Not judging him on his past. The, look, clean, got, what, clean with the house.
2: What's in the past is in the past.
1: <laughs> Just call or text was this an okay decision? Bruce wanted to get out of the truck, so I let him get out of the truck. Tim, my kids wants to jump off a bridge sometimes. I still say no. Because no. they're kids. He's a grown adult. <laughs> He's at the age of being of most adults.
2: Sometimes you have to protect your people. Sometimes you have to know that you need to like step in and go, "No, that's not a great idea. I'm here for you, teammate, buddy. Safety. Call our text
1: eight five five. You've heard. You've heard the evidence. All the other two stories aside, just this one. I said I pulled over. Said I'd wait for Kevin. He said no. Got out of the truck. Was it okay to leave him? 8-5... Ooh, that's has showing good. Eight, Walking
2: five. in the dark, down 441. Let's not,
1: let's not... At 3 em, in the morning. Not, no, no embellishing. Let's give the... It's no not embellishing,
2: embellishing. It's the
1: facts. <laughs> Jesus. 855-400-9475. Call or text. It's New Country 1031.
0: And now, back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031.
2: What? No, please keep snotting all over the place over there. I can't wait to sit with you at Rim Rounding tomorrow. It's morning, gonna everybody. Heaven. It's to be heaven. Tim licked every doorknob in Nashville, apparently, and has brought it back with him.
1: <laughs> I'm just a little stuffed. I'm fine. <laughs> right. Sure. 855 855- 400 So, Chelsea laid out this. She's horrified that when our boss, Bruce, and I got back to town at 2.30 this morning... Um, he got out of the car cause he was going to have Kevin pick him up and, and, he, and I said, well, I just pulled over and I said, I'll wait. That's not a problem. He goes, no. He goes, you're not going to wait. You're going to go home and go to bed. You have to be on the air tomorrow. I'm, I'm leaving. And he got out of the truck and he started just, and he took his luggage and just started walking away. So that being said, I, he's okay. And I pulled off. Is he off. okay?
2: Have we talked to him this morning?
1: Yeah, I think. That, <laughs> Is uh, he okay? I don't know. Um, but it, I said that I was gonna wait, and he said no, and he got out of the truck. So mm-hmm. I thought that that was an okay decision. You apparently have a problem.
2: I, I don't love. I'm sorry. I don't love it at four, like <laughs> at three a.m. on four forty one, leaving anybody that I care about. To fend for themselves, there's to just nobody
1: out there in all to, reality. To
2: walk down the street by themselves, no. I, I'm more of a safety in numbers type of gal. That's, I guess, that's just how I was raised.
1: I I looked around. Regardless as, of your age. As I was pulling away, I looked around. There's nobody around, so he was gonna be fine. So that being said, and don't and and while I'm asking this, you can't include the other stories. From Nashville about me sending him to the wrong tower with a cup of coffee or blowing
2: I- him off for the celebratory dinner he hosted for you and not mention that either but, at all
1: but you can't include those just this one scenario eight five five four hundred nine four seven five
2: okay text coming in on the text line uh let's see uh text came in that said Tim absolutely no Bonnie said he said fine which is okay but definitely would never do that with a woman and never children and you could have just stopped ahead of him and just watched um, Allison said I'm going to watch him from inside my truck I agree with Chelsea <laughs> hey, do do? Um It was absolutely wrong On so many levels tiss, tiss, tiss. Someone else said you missed a perfect opportunity here You should have waited this way next time When you get called for doing something Stupid You could have said hey remember when I waited on 441 To make sure you were safe And now you can't uh, Okay Uh Yeah you can't do that Um Oh, no ammunition whatsoever. Todd said, uh, Well, the first two scenarios definitely have to side with Chelsea on this last scenario. I think Tim did the right thing. Bruce didn't want Tim. Yes. Let me finish. Bruce didn't want Tim to be completely frazzled this morning on the radio. So he sent him home to get in the zone and focus on this morning.
1: See, look at that. I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone this morning.
2: Boy, did that help <laughs> for sure. Yep. Todd, that's exact. <laughs> Mission accomplished.
1: <laughs> Look, he's fine, okay? So, he he's a grown man, makes his own choices. I said that I would wait. He didn't want me to. That's what happened. And I pulled away. It's great. It's fine. See? hmm Are you okay with that, then? Sure. I feel like there's another <laughs> shoe. <laughs> I feel like there's, a, like, an a, a end to that sentence.
2: All good. Yes, you, Thank you you do you.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. See? That's what I was looking for. Hi New Country 1031. Who's this? TA. TA Walker from WPTV? Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> hi, yeah. T- hi, t- yeah,
3: yeah, that yeah, <laughs> that guy. What's up? I think Bruce should give you tickets to the Rib Roundup, but from the bar at the very end of the lawn and make you watch from there for leaving him walking down State Road 7 at 3.30 I'm sorry. The morning. Oh, you're going through a oh tunnel. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you
1: just hang up on him? He went through a tunnel. No, he did not. He did. That, that tunnel that's off that
2: road there? The tunnel with your finger? That, <laughs> <laughs> it's, the
0: it's the best. The best. best. of okay. Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 103.1.